cliffcentral.com. Uh, hanging out on Nick Kelman on Cliff Central. And I'm super excited about this uh, next conversation because I think that you can, yeah, theater, the roots of theater are rooted in kind of, um, inspiring social change and reflecting a narrative of a community or a country or a world to itself. Um, theater is an incredibly uh, powerful tool that I think is completely underutilized in a South African context and that we don't use the medium enough to inspire social change. I think we think sometimes if you want to speak about TB, then you must throw posters up all around Johannesburg. And maybe what you should do is, you know, build a show around it and take it around the country and do that kind of thing. Uh, that's just my personal thought. Um, but certainly it's great to see young people who are doing stuff in the theater space. On the other side of this, we're going to touch base with uh, Neleri Shunyane, who's uh, writer and producer of the uh, theater production Ashasi. She's going to tell us a little bit more about the show, how she needs to get it off the ground, what it's about, why she's passionate about theater, all of those things. Uh, it is on the other side of this. This is cliffcentral.com. So changing the country, changing the world, changing your community even through theater. This seems like something that you're incredibly passionate about, Naledi Shunyane, who's a writer and producer. I'm going to speak about your play in a second. But you want to inspire change, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I think with change, it uh, can only instigate growth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let's just examine kind of theater and how it first came into your context i mean was it grade one and they were just like <laughs> here's the list for the school play and you signed up but what were your first sort of interactions with theater and was it an immediate kind of bite um for me it was more when i was younger i was uh, about three four wow um it was actually my grandparents that in- introduced me to theater uh they were avid theater goers hmm. and because i was a baby it's just like okay what are we going to do with this kid put her into her pajamas let's take her with us and uh go and watch this uh production and i started getting into it from there hmm. um but not so much that i wanted to act or be on stage but i could just you know, detach from my world in my little mind and, you know, sort of try and make out what's going on in front of me and then discuss it the following day with them. Um, in school, I think what sparked my love Passion, for storytelling yeah. um, was I could write. So I used to like writing stories or just telling stories and coming up with stories. Um, and I, and I, I, I developed, yeah, a passion for writing. And the, for me, I didn't really make much of it. I actually wanted to go into journalism. Hmm. Um, and that bug didn't bite until last year sometime. Yeah. Um, I then thought to myself, you know what? I want to expand and tell a story. And for me, I had a hectic year last year. So yeah. this was sort of a, a way for me to, to heal and soothe myself and get things off my chest. So I put it in the form of a story. Um, which will now be displayed on stage. So cool. I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's so cool that you have allowed it the space to breathe in your life. Mm, because mm. I think that uh, the trick with it is that you think, okay, cool, it feels very far-fetched that I'm going to write a script and cast actors sure. and get a stage and it's going to be lit. It seems like, it's almost like, it's probably even harder than someone saying I'm going to write a book of 80,000 yeah. words. <laughs> because it's like, you got to sit down and you got to make something. Mm. And you mm. got to actually put, you got to put a lot of time and effort to yes. decide I'm going to make it. And there's yeah. no one out there that's going to say to you, if you've never really done it before, you know what, you should write a play yeah. and I'm going to fund you doing that. Yeah. So yeah. it takes a lot of balls, but I would imagine mm. that's why... There's so few people that are kind of doing it because it's a real commitment. Yes, it is. Um, it is a real commitment because you need to wake up and sort of write 
every single day, mm. you know, and the kind of story that I've written is quite a heavy one. So it takes a lot out of you emotionally. Um, and you find that you're just tired, not because you've been doing much and y- y- writing, you can write the whole day, but just mm. the emotion takes a lot out of you. Um, and to commit to that every single day until you're done with it, you know, you write your first draft, you go back. We had a reading last year, uh, in November where we read the script to an audience just to get a, a feel of, of can they connect with the story? Mm. Do they, what do they think? After that, I had to go back and, you know, make hectic mm. changes. And that again is you just keep unpacking and unpacking and unpacking and extending the story. Um, and the difficulty also comes in with regards to funding. Um, it's, it's, it's very difficult to, to get funding yeah. within the arts. Uh, it's, it's an industry that's not really, uh, top of mind, mm. especially for corporates, you know, um, those that do, uh, uh, seek to fund it. It's, it's, it's usually, uh, who you are and, and who you know, you know, so if the market theater, you'll find an established, uh, uh, theater houses as well. Um, but funding is, is, is a real problem. Difficult. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to speak about the plan. We're going to speak about getting the play off the ground in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got to ask, like, are we just undermining theater in general? Like as not even South Africans, but mm-hmm. just around the world, do we forget often that that is the root of sort of all, I don't want to say entertainment, mm. but sort of reflections of who we are. I mean, a TV show is a reflection of who people are because mm. it's about people. Yes. Um, a movie is a reflection of, you know, but, the, the, but before there was a television show for something, mm. before there was a movie mm. for anything, there were people that were on a stage and there was an audience. Mm. Now that audience is a bit bigger because you can document it with film, but do we yes. not give theater the cred that it deserves in terms of what entertainment looks like and what entertainment is? Um, I think it's because of times, you know, mm. if you look in, uh, at South Africa, you know, back, back, back in the day, uh, theater was seen as, or uh, was rather referred to as, you know, the revolution of the arts. Uh, it was a platform, um, to, to, to speak about the social ills, people's pain, you know, it was a place where people could come together and that's where they could express, you know, that's the, the, the platform that, uh, was, was, was really given to them to express themselves and for people to come together and, mm. you know, speak about, Everything that was going on around them And now, you know, with times evolving You know, with the democracy And and just technology growing as well uh, Theatre isn't really top of mind Which is a bit sad, you know um, And it's I think it's, it's, it's innovation now That needs to come into play To get it to where it was again mm. And sort of change the face of theatre You know, uh, get people interested again um, And because and, I don't think people really understand <laughs> Etiquette, yeah. theatre etiquette Yeah um, at, uh, uh, As it is, you know um, So if you look at where this play will be Debuted at, at Pop Art in Maboneng, um it's it's changed a bit, you know. Usually, in the, you can t- go in with your drinks. You know, you can have your drinks. To, it, it, we've we've we're trying to make it comfortable for you as well as an audience to watch and sit through the entire production and uh, follow from beginning to end. You know. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what does theatre look like in 2018? This is the question, and it's certainly one that you're answering. 
Um, the reason that I'm, I think, in this kind of mindset at the moment around theater is because just like, well, watching Black Panther a couple of days ago and seeing mm. uh, Dr. John Carney's performance. Yes. And I'm just like, that's a guy that definitely learned how to act on a stage. Yes. <laughs> versus yes. how a lot of actors now have learned how to act, which is mm. sort of on form, which mm. is nothing wrong with. But that performance of his, uh, even at Tandwa also, who was very much sort of stage mm. trained. Mm. Um, I think there is a difference, right? I mean, you watch a lot of movies and consume yes. a lot of content. <laughs> like the, the, the creatives, and you'll perhaps be able to speak a little bit more to like the person that might be in the props department. Department or the art mm-hmm. department or whatever that would have had a theater background. Mm-hmm. But is it not the best kind of training ground to have before you venture into something on film? I guess that's uh, debatable mm. uh, with regards to who you are, yeah. firstly, you know, whether you want to be on stage or on television. Because on stage, there isn't really room for small movements. Mm. You need to sort of exaggerate everything so that you fill the space, right? Um, whereas uh, television, less is more. Yeah. You can say a lot more with just expressions Your and, face, and, and yeah. yeah, you know, so I, I guess if you look at it, you know, in, in, in that point of view, it's, it's, again, it, it, it goes, you know, to who you are, what, 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 where you prefer, you mm. know, and, and, and where you're most comfortable, stage or television. Mm. Um, but I think wherever you're trained, um, if you change in, 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 in theater and you go to television, you would probably get frustrated, I would believe, because you'd need to tone down quite a bit. Yeah. Whereas on television and you go to stage, you'd need to come out a bit more. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's talk about uh, Ashasi. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, and your whole face lights up. She like smiles. <laughs> she's like, yeah, this is my child. This is my everything. My this baby. play is like the singular <laughs> most important thing to me in my life right now, which is what it should be. And your face gives it away in three seconds. Uh, but talk to me about kind of the, the play really, yeah. So Ashasi is a play that speaks to particularly women, right? Um, it's a play that, uh, tells a story of uh, emancipation versus enslavement, mental enslavement. Um, and, and basically takes you on a journey of, uh, these women in a patriarchal society. You know, so it, it shows or highlights the effects of patriarchy, um, in the society. Uh, for example, looking at stereotypes, you know, you'll find that most people, you know, in the society that I've, I've, I've written, um, are of the view that women are or belong in the kitchen, you know, and you as a woman can only go up to a certain grade or a certain level in mm. school. And that's all that's expected of you. After that, you know, basically you need to submit type of a thing and also showing how women inflict that mentality on each other mm. as well so it, it it looks at how an individual can uh it's kind of like a ripple effect you know um and, and just delving deeper into that and looking at why uh, these women are like this and what um aided to their their them becoming that way and then the emancipation is uh, looking at how Ashasi sort of struggles through, you know, all of these dilemmas and she comes out in the end, you know, uh, triumphant, if I could put it that way. Um, and without giving too much away, because obviously mm. I want you to come and watch it. Mm. But yeah, basically those are the themes that the play, uh, uh, looks at. How much of it is rooted in your experiences as the person that's writing it and producing it? Oh, like on your feelings I, towards stuff. Um, I mean, it's not obviously not a direct story. Sure, sure. Unless sure. it is. <laughs> uh, 
some places, okay, it's not a direct story, but a lot of uh, the emotion and the feelings mm. um, that go back and forth uh, uh, amongst the characters are, um, I can relate to very strongly. Um, I think it, it, it was inspired by uh, a lot of situations that I've observed, you know, um, amongst my family members, um, things that I've experienced personally. Um, and just sort of, so remember I, I told you it's sort of like a healing for mm-hmm. me. So bringing all of those things together, um, and just sort of coming up with something, making a nice cake, putting icing on it, cherry mm-hmm. on top and boom, you know, what do you think it is, is the um, hardest thing about being a woman in 2018? Wow. Um, I think we still. In fact, let me not ask you to answer on behalf of the entire female <laughs> population. For okay. you. For me. Um, for me, I think it's still being heard. You know, I think that I, I'm very opinionated and I've got a very strong personality and a very strong views, hence Ashasi, you know. Mm. Um, some may think that I can be, um, I'm a bit controversial at, at, at times, but I think, um, it's being understood and, 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 and sort of understanding that my point of view, you know, my stance where I come from, my outlook on things is based on, uh, things that I've experienced, based on things, obviously growing up, uh, in, in sort of post, uh, apartheid mm. and, and growing up in, in, in a mixed environment, you get to, you get to, you know, voice your opinion. And, and I, I, I find I still hit walls where, you know, I'm told I can't. Yeah. And, and I, for me, that's very frustrating. So I feel my, I've, I've, I became silenced, you know, but through writing this play, my voice is, you know, gonna be heard. And this is really me shouting with a, you know, a loud hailer saying, listen to me. This is, this is, this is what I'm observing. This is what I'm saying. This is what I want you to think about. These are the conversations I'm trying to invite. Mm. This is a narrative I'm trying to share hear me you know um so i'm hoping that that i can sort of overcome you know the the reality is that uh and i guess in this context a man um, is never going to fully understand what that is Mm. and what you're speaking about because Mm. they haven't lived it and Mm. you've lived it Mm. but what is it that they can walk away with or try and um, implore further in, in their own consciousness or sense of self or the way that they engage with other people mm. that is your desired outcome in this piece? It's just to see that we as women are not just uh, good for wherever you want to place us. Mm. You know, we have a lot more to offer. You know, if you take time out a bit more to, to just hear us a little bit more, you know, maybe not a little bit more, but just hear us, you know, and try and understand, put yourself in our shoes and ask more questions like, why, why do you feel like that? I didn't know that certain things make you feel that way, mm. you know, also for me, I'd, I would like to see more self reflection, you know, um, men looking at themselves more and being able to delve with their emotions and sort of, you know, Self-introspect a lot more so that their outcome as well is not, doesn't come across as, um, ignorant sometimes, mm. you know, uh, that I'd like to see more broad mind, a, a more broad-minded way of thinking, you know, where it's not, uh, sexist or it's not, um, you know, patri- uh, patri- patriarchal and all, of, and all of those things. I'd like to see a lot more open-mindedness and, and, and willingness to work together. Um, and not feel intimidated by mm. how far a woman could go, 
mm. you know, if, if, if given the opportunity. I'm so curious to see in this, I mean, it's fantastic that it's three generations of women with three completely different outlooks, I mm. would imagine. Mm. Um, mm. and then you're going to probably throw at some point into this, their relationships with men into the mix mm-hmm. and see how that all transpires. Yes, definitely. Um, I think it's really cool. And I think it comes at an interesting time, this play, just in terms of, whether, I mean, it's, it would be impossible for me to sit here and not say, let's talk about Me Too. Let's talk yes. about all those different movements. Yes. That are, let's talk about Oprah at the Golden Globes, mm, like all of mm, that. Mm. Um, but how do you see this fitting into the world and where the world is moving as a, as a piece of content? As a piece of content, um, I think it shows with Ashasi's character mm. um, where females are sort of headed now or how we're thinking you know um she's a very inquisitive and a very uh um she's a go-getter type of a of a character you know and she she deals with a lot you know but in the end does not succumb to her circumstance or her surroundings but Mm. pushes through and i feel like a lot of women are doing that now pushing through you know barriers and boundaries um but it's also a play that you know speaks to men as well um in a way, it wants to make them look like they're the bad ones, and you know, it does highlight a lot of wrong that they mm-hmm. do, and a lot of women can, can would be able to relate to that. But also, in a way, it it it's sort of in a friendly way, in a friendly yeah. yes, in a way, it also in shows, a poking the bear way, <laughs> yes, yeah. poke poke, but yeah, in in a way, it also shows which is good, how, yeah. Mm, it also shows how. Um, Men are misunderstood by women as well. Mm. You know, like how a lot of men can say to women, you know, but you, you say this, but you mean that type of a thing. And in a way, it's also, it, it might show that as well, but it, 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 it's a nice contrast. You know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't leave you with she was wrong and she was right. It's sort of a play that shows, it takes you into everybody's background and it leaves you to decide. Um, who you think is wrong and mm. who you think is right. But in doing that, it gives you food for thought. Hmm. I love it. All right. So hanging out with uh, writer and producer Naledi Shunyane. Uh, more with her on the other side of this. This is on Cliff Central. So it's uh, going to be opening on the 22nd of March is the debut um, at the Pop Art Theatre in Maboneng, Josie, um, Ashasi, which is, of course, uh, a play written and produced by Naledi, who uh, we're hanging out with. I mean, yo, it's close. Are you nervous? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you like? I mean, where do you even like? As you got to build a stage, I would imagine. <laughs> yes. You got to like block the thing you gotta cast the thing you gotta write the thing you gotta like there's quite a lot that has to happen right a lot a lot that has to happen so the writing is out the way blocking is done rehearsals next week and then it's showtime Hmm. you know showtime but I think this is the most interesting part now because you are bringing Ashasi to life yeah you know building the stage I think for me would be the highlight Um, just actually seeing this Township thing. that you know that's been in my mind, and now seeing it in front of me, having it uh, 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 all designed, la- you know, and, yeah. and, and laid out in front of me will be so interesting. So cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
it must be quite something to go on this journey with a piece of creativity. And then how does it change when like literally there's a first person that's involved outside of you? Cause you can live with a project for the longest time yeah. and then you have to bring in other people because mm. you cannot go and knock the nail into the wall by yourself no. and build the entire set. No. And it's, it, do you have to let go mm. creatively? And is that mm. hard? Um, or is it inspiring to see how other people manifest it? It's inspiring, uh, and I think for me it well, wasn't. You're, you're far cooler than I think I would be in that situation. <laughs> I'd be dictatorial. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, because I was, from the beginning, when I had my first meeting with the director, um, when I first my, my, wrote my first draft of the play, he told me straight up, when it's done and you hand it over to me, your final draft, it's not your baby anymore. Hmm. It's not yours. It's mine. You know, you can come to the first rehearsal session, but we don't want to see your face after that because obviously <sighs> as a writer, you're attached yeah. and you can be there and say, why are you saying that? I didn't write that. Why? You know, and you can really just dismantle the whole process. So it's not my baby anymore. I've handed it over and I guess I have little to zero say as to what happens now. Um, which is, it's scary, but I trust my team. You know, they're quite professional. Um, they've been in the game longer than I have. So I'm actually keen to see how they will bring it to life as well. Cause and it's, I guess it's also, it's a give and take. Cause for them, it's also scary because they want to portray my vision, mm. you know, to, to, and to fit my expectations as well. Um, so I think cause I was prepared, I'm not that terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a big deal. It's quite a big deal to hand it over um, and to give it to other people. Um, what's been interesting in terms of some of the feedback that you've been getting from other people that are involved in the cast and the mm. crew and, and mm. all of that that's surprising you? Um, what surprised me was when I read my first draft, uh, my director said, sure, you, you have you written before? You, you write like a seasoned writer. It's almost as if I'm reading a book. And for me, having someone who writes plays, who, who studied it, um, say that to me was Very amazing, cool. you know, cause I, I just, um, uh, yes, I'm an avid reader and I love to write, but this is just a story literally that I put together in my mind and put it on paper. So I, I don't have the technique of this is how you start. I think for me, it just came naturally as yeah. to how to, you know, put everything together. But for them to say that to me was, was amazing. And also after the reading, just the feedback from, from the audience themselves mm. and that, you know, it's, it's a story that they can really relate to and they wouldn't be surprised if they saw it, you know, grow with, uh, throughout Africa. So that for me was also. Uh, incredible to hear. It's so exciting. Are you not just like super stoked about all of this? I'd be I'm like numb. excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited that I'm, I'm numb. I'm you got to live with this feeling for a month now until the thing opens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think then I'm going to probably pass out on opening <laughs> night. <laughs> the outside pop out. Okay. So tell me about people getting involved, um, at every level, whether it's a big investment level mm-hmm. or whether it's just like hanging out and checking it out. Mm-hmm. So big investment, uh, we obviously are talking to the DAC, uh, Department of Arts and Culture, mm. um, which is, uh, an interesting process as well. Just, you know, your, from your proposal to your budget and, um, just. This 1% fat must go somewhere. I hope it goes to the play. It must come to the play. <laughs> Give us the money. <laughs> um, and then, you know, working with, uh, partners that, that speak to aspects of the play. So we've, uh, Almost got power in the bag, which cool. are people opposing, uh, women abuse. Hmm. Um, uh, they, they, they are almost on board. Uh, we'll probably have the go ahead next week sometime. We'll also, um, 
hoping to try and score an SAB representative as well. You must send them this so that they know they're under pressure. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> send them this podcast so that they know, yeah. You know? Um and and uh yeah, so that that that's been really, really exciting, you know, those kinds of organizations because of just the work that they do. Yeah. So seeing the work that they do translate into a theater piece, um I think would be interesting for them, which would give their brands a more human face as mm. well. Um, so it, it, it's good for them, good for us. Uh, yeah, that's been really, really interesting. So cool. For us. Yeah. So cool. All right. If we want to find out a little bit more or connect with you, Naledi, how do we do it? Um, by the way, Naledi is a great name because come <laughs> Naledi Awards 2019, <laughs> I hope you've like got your entry forms already. They, uh, they will be. They very, better be ready. Very, yeah. Very, how do we find you? Twitter, um, I R Lady, so that's I A R E L E D double I. Um, Instagram, Naledi Shwenyane or Chuana underscore, uh, original. And on Twitter, we are Chuana Charlie. Why Charlie? Charlie is, uh, the CSI arm of Chuana, which hmm. is the mother brand. So that's Chuana Arts and Leadership Initiative. Damn, look at you go. Yes. Uh, Naledi Shunyane, thank you so much for uh, stopping by and uh, looking forward to uh, the player uh, debuting at the Pop Art Theatre in Maboneng in Joburg on the 22nd of March. Congratulations. Very exciting. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is cliffcentral.com.